Hello and welcome to your Thursday edition of the Holy Commutes Podcast, the only show in football that gives you daily content from around the Wiffle world. My name is Cam Smith. I will be your host this Thursday, part of the Missouri mashup for your Thursday shows. But we're not going to talk about Missouri today. I am joined by a good friend of mine, Will Smithy from CCW. Will, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. I wanted to get you on here because I feel like not a lot of people know you personally, but you made a big splash last year in 2022, the number two ranked player on the drop 100. How did that feel when that first came out? Uh, it felt really good. I was, I was pretty excited about it. I, um, I know like end of January, I got the, the national play of the year from like the Wiffy awards stuff. So I knew I at least had been known enough to get up in the top 100. Um, so it was just a waiting game for so long. And once, I mean, once it got down to the world, it's like the top two, I was, I was pretty jacked. Yeah. I, obviously I didn't get the one, but it was still, it was still really cool. Really good feeling. Yeah. Ryan had a really good year, almost untouchable on the mountain. And I don't even why I didn't lead off with national player of the year with the awards. Uh, I even voted for that award. And I, uh, you know, sometimes when you vote for so many, you lose uh, track of what all you uh, voted on, but congrats to there as well. Um, but before we start with uh, 2022 and the amazing year you had, let's start from the beginning. When did you start playing wiffle ball? Was it recently in Circle City, or have you been playing for since you were a kid? Um, I mean, really, we really didn't even – I didn't even play that much wiffle ball, like, growing up. I'd more so, like, growing up, we would just, like, hit tennis balls and stuff, but never actually throwing pitches. So, did you play in a 2019 – uh, cul-de-sac or like just like backyards in the neighborhood but because we like... always we always played with the tennis ball and like metal bats in the cul-de-sac <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had one of those like bats that like had like springs on it i don't know if that makes sense um mm-hmm. it was like these tight wires it was like a weird bat so like if if you, you hit it the tennis ball wrong it would like go through the springs so it wouldn't like huh. go interesting but anyway <laughs> but with football started, I started playing in 2019. Um, I went to college with uh, Brendan Dudas, as most people know. He's the commissioner of CCW. I met him probably 2017. I played a couple years of summer baseball. And then in 2019, I wasn't playing summer baseball anymore, so I joined the league. Um, my buddy, Reed Werner, who people know now, who played with, he was already been in the league for a couple of years, so I just joined his team. Um, got rookie of the year in CCW there. Um, didn't know how to pitch, but I could hit pretty well, so – Next year at NWA in Pittsburgh, dude just like added me to the roster. He, I was mainly going there to hit. I ended up throwing just a couple games. I think I actually threw yeah, you faced off against us. Pool play. I think he pitched yeah. against. Was it against me? No, I don't think it was. No, I didn't. I, I didn't play you. I didn't pitch against you in the. Like we played twice. We played part. twice there, and I yeah. pitched against Alec. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you threw against Buckman. Um, I didn't. I had like one pitch on the mound, um, but I hit pretty well. The stats didn't show for it that weekend, but that was my first like national experience was in 2020 there in Pittsburgh. Um, so at that point I'd been playing with football in the league for like not even two years, honestly. Um, but after that experience, I was just hooked. Um, still played college baseball through, through 2021. So yep. I had to kind of divvy up my time. Couldn't really like, do as much wiffle ball work as I would have liked because I was enjoying it more than baseball at the time. But this past year is the first year that I could do all wiffle ball all the time. And I think kind of showed on the field a little bit that I was. 
Yeah, even with uh, with baseball it. in 2021, you still had an amazing Circle City season. Uh, you know, I was mm-hmm. a part of that Moonshots team. You know, we won the championship and yeah. you won MVP that year, correct? Won MVP that year. That we were that was a good year. I, I lost I only lost one game on the mound in CCW that year. I think it actually wasn't uh one of the championship games in the series, but uh, no, I hit the ball won, really well. Uh, in the championship series, you won the first game. I remember that. Because Reed pitched I think I did. did did Reed pitch game I think, one? No, I pitched game one and lost. I think Reed pitched game did two. We won and game two won and three. three. I don't even remember. Uh, that's a that's a pretty good rotation Funny story. though for Lee. Yeah. Yeah, who would have thought back in 2021 <laughs> that myself, you, and and Reed Warner or a three-headed pitching monster like <laughs> that's and and we went three yeah. games. That's pretty insane. Uh, but that was a great that year. Was... Uh, you know that was that's what really got me and you to know each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I met you, you know, at Pittsburgh that year before, which kind of made me fit in right on that Moonshots team. But getting to know you and Reed and and Dudas and all those other guys, uh it was just a great vibe all around. And I knew back then that you guys were on the rise to this, <laughs> this firepower that you guys have now. Uh, I think it first started at the NWLA tournament this year, uh, circle city. What a run. Talk about that amazing run you guys had in, uh to win uh NWLA national championship. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would, I think, the run started in the offseason before ccw we we split up as we just talked about in 2021 the teams weren't necessarily fair like me reed you like we were all pitchers on the same team so going into 2021 we kind of split up the top six pitchers onto six different teams so every time we were at the at the dirt yard we were seeing like top level arms the the whole season so i'd say that was probably the biggest start that fed into nwa because we were hitting lights out pretty much the whole weekend um, because we weren't really seeing any pitchers in WA that like, obviously everybody's a really good pitcher there, but we're just used to seeing our top guys every time we're at the park. So we felt like we didn't need to make that adjustment, like up to the game speed of NWA since we were able to be hitting it for the past, like two or three months. So I'd say that was probably the first thing we did. That was like the biggest um, that helped us for NWA. And then the next part for NWA was, it was like the first we still didn't have our full best roster, I know, but as far as the past like couple years, we hadn't been able to get like all eight guys on the roster there at the same time to where we could actually like do a full strategy and like try to follow it. Um, the year before we hosted, we we had like our top eight on the roster, but we had guys like missing certain games. They couldn't make it. Yeah. It's like Reed, for example, could only be there Saturday morning in 2021. Well, he was arguably our most dominant pitcher so it's you know it's tough to yeah. make a run without him knowing he can only throw a pool play game so that, those are the two things i think were the biggest that led to our nwa like running championship seeing that quality pitching all the time leading up to it and having like a fully eight committed guys that can be there the whole time to implement a strategy and then follow through with it yeah and it really helps that uh you guys in that league you guys play a similar style so you're kind of used to it uh you kind of had that leg up you know it's a very midwest type tournament uh but you guys that pitching was just absolutely dominant uh you know there was i was a little sad that i didn't get to face you guys in any one of those we played three times that weekend and i didn't get to face you once uh it's the only thing i hate about those rules uh would have been fun um but, you know, we were close. We almost scored off of Reed. Uh, I know Gus hit one and it hit the wall. Yeah, and the wall. if that would have happened, we would have 
got that matchup of me and you at the end, but instead mm-hmm. you're a hero in your own right. And you hit a walk off home run. I mean, I know we've heard about it. We've talked about it, but how great did that feel? Yeah, that was, that was pretty nice. Um, I started the week weekend, pretty rocky. I was supposed to like lead off for us that weekend. Yeah. I think my first couple of bats, um, we were like the whole weekend was versus, uh, B-Wax and I, I caved twice on pitches that weren't even close to the zone. I was just swinging everything and they moved me down in the order just to tell me to, <laughs> <laughs> they moved me down the order to relax a little bit and started to see some better pitches and know that I didn't have to like do everything. And by the time we were got to, uh, to that championship game with you guys, it was just, it was just the grind with all the rain and everything and seeing every yeah. pitches. So it was just, it was just a matter of time until somebody got one. I, I think I just happened to be the one to get it, but. I'll take it. Yeah, it was it was back and forth. I mean, it was close and close, but that rain coming down. I mean, what a storybook ending for you guys, as much as it hurts me to say. Uh, but it was awesome to see. I, I was super happy for you guys, you know, since I've played in your league before and I know how uh how well Dudas does at running not only that tournament, but the league as well. So hats off to you guys for that. Uh let's jump to to the uh Circle City season. Because it's a similar story, moonshots again, back to back, walk off home run. Not many people can do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah, that, bad, was, huh? that was that one was pretty sweet too. I'm I'm pretty sure we're the moonshots now. That we are the first franchise to win back to back titles in the CCW um, league. So that was really cool too, because that was kind of the main goal this year um, from a league standpoint was to run it back. Um, as far as coming into like the championship game and like it was the best of three series. So that walk-off was in game two. We were able to win game one. Um, I, I, I'll i be honest, like going into that last inning, it wasn't even – I wasn't even thinking about like hitting a walk-off or coming back because we were down – we were down three runs going into that inning and that we were we were the worst seed. So like that was the only game we were home. Um, but – uh, Austin, I'll never forget Austin Church's mom. As you know, Austin was playing the moonshots. Yep. She was sitting there, like alongside of us, coming in, and she was like, "Let's go, boys! Just hit a walk off grand slam! Like you guys will win right there." And, like, <laughs> and, like we hear some chuckles, and like nobody's like too serious about it. But next thing you know, like there's two outs, and Austin Church hits. He hits like the slow roller and gets on base to get it back to me at the top of the order. And we do we do the lob ball once you get a walk. Yeah. So, um. I remember sitting up there. I think I walked on like five pitches, five or six pitches. Bogus was throwing a really good game, uh, Ryan Bogus from uh, GBL. But he was just – I think he just got a little bit worn out. And I remember just sitting up there. I think I took like seven or eight lob pitches, finally swung at one and fouled it off. And then I think I took a couple more and then finally hit one that went over. And it was, it was kind of a crazy feeling. Um it was maybe a little bit more hype than the NWA as far as like hitting the grand slam and being the walk off yeah. for like your league. Um, but like the feeling was the same. Um, like both of them were just like super overjoyed. Um, what was the coolest part about the CCW stuff is because we had like the local indie sports channel, like air in the game, yep. like on live TV and stuff. And um, they were like throwing tweets out and stuff. And like, it got a lot of, a lot of views and stuff. I got a lot of people's like eyes on the league. So that was really cool to see that. Yeah, you guys have been doing a great job with that over the past couple of years. I mean, it's been really blooming from your all-star game to to what you're doing now. It's been phenomenal to see. Um, but, I mean, yeah, not many people can say they've really hit a walk-off homer ever. 
I mean, it's tough to do in general. Uh, to do it twice in two championship games is unheard of in one year. Um, mm-hmm. But let's uh, let's switch because that's all very Midwest style. You know, the Yellow Bats. Um, and we all kind of know that that's, that's normal for, you know, uh, Indiana, Missouri, teams around this area. But we go out to U.S. and York, Pennsylvania, and I think that's really when people were like, okay, these guys are now for real because in 2021, uh, your guys' first trip out to UFs, yeah, kind of uh, just rolled over and died there. Um, you stuck. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in simple terms, you sucked. And uh, what a turnaround that you guys have had in just one year in this uh, different style, this East Coast style. Uh, was that a lot of preparation work from your guys in the off season? Because you're also working on clean ball. Uh, how 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 did you guys manage that time to differentiate between the two styles? Yeah, so I mean, coming into 2021, we basically played cup ball for maybe a month before UFs. Um, and like Reed and I throw the ball pretty well. Um, so all the practices leading up to it, like we we weren't hitting anything. We're like maybe maybe we're just really good pitchers, right? Well, then we got to UFs. <laughs> We go 0-3, we had one hit the whole – like, we had one hit in all three games. Like, we were honestly the worst team there. Um, So, we're like, okay, obviously, we're not that good of pitchers. (laughs) We're just, like, the worst hitters ever. So, um, pretty much until CCW started in June, if, like, me, Reed, Dudas, uh, like, if any of us were at the field, like, we were playing cut ball. Um, Nice. We did that all the way up until the season started. Um. Reed and I, even a few times during the season, would go there, uh, meet up, kind of like 1v1, play against each other, cut. And then um, as soon as our league ended, that was in like mid-August, uh, we did cut ball that whole way up, just practicing out there until UFs again. So we had like a good a good year's worth of practice this time. Started to actually learn how to – you showed me a hometown cup, how to actually cut the ball. Like I'm – I guess it's called painting. Um with like the tip yeah, whatever or something. You call it. I call it. Uh, yeah, I just but... I just cut it with a knife. I don't really know the terms. I'm just I just I just do it. I just, I learned from Steffi. Yeah. He showed me how, and I I did it about a million times and ruined about a million other balls. But I fig- <laughs> finally figured it out. I think anyway, what works. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we figured out how to do that. So we're actually throwing right balls, knowing what we were doing there. Um, we learned about the Nerf bat. That was at the first UF, so we got a couple of nerfs, and we swing those yeah. a lot better. We were using a what a bat or like a original moonshot that one of the older players in our league yeah. had. Um, so we got to the nerfs. So we, we had to figure out our way in it, figure out what we liked. Um, there's definitely more deviance. Um, you can just do so many more things. It's definitely you have to figure out what you want, what you like, which we we've been learning. Um, yeah, it makes a big but, difference coming in from right off the bat to once you get a couple of years in for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but we like it. I mean, we love doing it. We love playing it. Um, hey, it's fun to watch to me, you guys. Yeah, we we enjoy it. We go out there. We we love playing with wads, to be honest. Like, we have guys out there at the dirt yard on a weekly basis. Like, when it's – the only time we're not on the dirt yard, really, is when it's muddy. Um, or else, yeah. like, there's probably not a week go by where somebody's not pulling into that backyard to do something, whether they're throwing a bullpen. And that goes for, like, anybody in the league. Um, we have a lot – a lot of league support. We have guys texting us when we're playing out at UFs, like following the streams. I'll be pitching with my Apple watch on and I'll be seeing the messages like buzzing in. 
Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, like I can't do that. I had to take that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me a couple years ago. I was like, nope, I learned real quick that uh, that goes off during game time. But, yeah, I, I got. I had to learn that too. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what an amazing run you guys had, and it just completely uh, opposite of what you guys did the first year. Uh, how how awesome is it that not only is the Midwest getting more and more. Um, oh, not like necessarily awareness, but recognition uh, from around the uh, entire wolf ball world. Uh, you know, not only with the drop 100 list, you know, there was quite a few of us from the Midwest in the top 10, even uh, a lot in the top 100. But I mean, just presence known, like people are starting to know our names. Uh, you know, it's not just me. It's not you. It's it's a bunch of us. It's Reed. It's uh you guys got a new guy that's getting a lot of attention that's, you know, getting put out there. Uh, people are Taylor, starting yeah. to take us. Yes. People are starting to take us serious, seriously, not only in yellow bat style, but in the cup ball. Uh, so, I mean, that's just a testament, but, but how does that make you guys feel overall from a Midwest standpoint, not just uh, Indiana? Yeah. I mean, we, we like to see the recognition. We're always rooting for our guys like get up there and stuff. Um, I, I can't speak for everybody in the league, but like I just know me. Um, I've only been doing football, like we said. It's this will be my fourth, maybe fifth year um, coming at it. So I don't know a whole lot about what has like gone on in a long time. But I just think anything to like getting more people playing the game and getting more competition out there and seeing it grow, I think is a lot of fun. I mean, even like when we go into like the Midwest and Indiana, um, adding cup ball into the repertoire, I think. I think just makes a better game. We have a lot of slow pitch around here. We have a lot of like fast, yeah. clean, um, seeing like that fast cut, I think is really good. I don't, I don't know if yard will make its way over here as much because we do the, yeah. the slow we pitch. Have our own, so, yeah. so I, I like that little distinction too, but, um, I just like, I just like seeing it. I just feel like it's growing the game. Um, if we can get more of our names on there and stuff, we know like, MLW based out of the Midwest is doing a great job of growing the game and stuff. So I, I just think it's really good. I, I like to see it. Yeah. It's going to be, it's really fun to see because, you know, when this, when us first started, I was really one of the only Midwest players that even had even just a little bit of experience in this kind of style, even though I didn't have it up to half the knowledge of what I have now. Uh, but it just playing with, you know, scuffed balls and big bats here in St. Louis for, you know, six, seven years before you have started, uh, still gave me a big disadvantage, but a big advantage over, uh, a lot of the guys here in the Midwest, but it's just awesome from my perspective that it's not just, Hey, it's, it's one guy out in the Midwest. No, now it's all of us. Uh, and we can all play both styles. And I think that's very dangerous and very fun for the Midwest to see. And, uh, just makes it more competitive all around. Um, next weekend, we are, well, quite a few of us from from the Midwest are going out to MAW. How excited are you for your first to get your first trip out there? Because I've been there once. It's pretty pretty awesome. They do a great job. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. We've been it's like CCW guys. We've been talking about trying to get a team to go out there for just a couple of years now since we've been following it. Um, didn't really um become a reality to actually make it happen until this year just because having to commitment to guys but um we're yeah we're going out there it's me reed um dylan jones who hits for our nwa team and uh mike witty who he was our fifth guy on yep. the u.s roster last year so dudas isn't able to come because he's coaching 
uh, Southport baseball and stuff. We got a good four and we're, we're really excited. We've been going out there once or twice a week, throwing to each other, hitting, just doing whatever we can to like try to get ready for it. Um, we, we just think it's going to be really a really fun time. Those big one day tournaments, we're following on YouTube and stuff all the time. I just, we just want to see it. You see what everybody does. I think it's so yeah, much fun. Exactly. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going out there with the Canes as well. We got, teams from vegas teams from all over coming i'm sure you guys have heard if you haven't make mm-hmm. sure you listen to tim and paul on mondays as i know uh they'll probably talk about it again next week leading up uh but it's gonna be a great tournament i am excited wiffle ball is finally back i know uh moif here in st louis has started um a couple other leagues are getting ready to get going as well and uh, i am just so grateful that wiffle ball is finally back in my life because I don't know what I'm doing during the winter time. I hate just sitting inside. Uh, just get me on the field uh, as much as I love staying home with my wife and daughter. But, <laughs> uh, well, I want to thank you, man, for sitting down with me and just kind of letting the people get to know you a little bit as you are one of the rising stars. And like you said, you've only been playing this game for a couple of years now. So, uh, you could, uh, quite possibly have a long way to go before you're done playing. And I hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I hope it's the case too. I don't I don't plan to stop anytime soon. I'm I'm enjoying it too much. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel, man. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Uh can't wait to see you next weekend. Uh it's gonna be a fun time. Uh make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for Josh Smith on Fridays. But this has been your Thursday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. Uh, Jason Warsenholm will be taking my place next Thursday, but then I will be back in two weeks with Sam Skitty and Jason. So thank you guys again. I'm Cam Smith. That's Will Smithy. See you guys later.